on to episode eight of Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. So this week we have a special treat for you. We have the van cam. We actually just got back from the interview. So we are... We went on location and sat in the in the old um, restored... Well, not restored, but... Vintage. Vintage VW bus. Yeah, I mean, he's... he's uh, John is doing a nice job of... I wouldn't call it restored. No. There are some pieces the that he's... There. Yeah, there's some pieces that he's replacing, but it's uh, definitely in uh, good condition, and he's just kind of bringing it back to life. Uh, but he's using it as a a um, photo, photo booth. booth. For events and weddings. So he, re- he had, I think, initially reached out to us on Instagram. And I'm glad he did, because this was a little passion project of mine, because... I've always had like a love of Volkswagen. I've had two Beetles. I currently drive a Beetle. And uh, my stepdad and I just, we love connecting with each other, talking about buses because he loves, he loves the bus. And apparently the bus is coming back into production. So, so we hear some rumors online. So we'll see about that maybe. But it was a lot of fun and uh, we hope that you enjoy this interview with John and the van cam. So listen in and then let us know what you think. Uh, make sure that you are following us uh, on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. And then also please uh, visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. And you can listen and subscribe on iTunes and the iOS podcast app, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube. And Spotify. And you can also find John uh, at the dot van cam. So All you right. can check out the pics from his events and stuff. Oh, can we turn the lights on? Yeah. Can I put those yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, uh, go ahead if you want. There's a little round button in the middle. Hit it twice and the bright light will oh, shine. Oh, I see. And then the other one over there. The other one to your left's got more juice, actually. So Ooh. you can aim that, yeah. That's the only uh, lighting I use for photo boothing at night. Oh, really? These yeah, little ones? Yeah, there were six ones. pucks at Walmart. Yeah, and, and wow. screw getting, like, expensive LEDs. These oh things, God, I so did a cute. test with a friend of mine's professional lighting in here. Mm-hmm. The images were just as clean with these. With those, yeah. yeah. Well, the lighting now is just, you know, it's I affordable. love it. You can get it at gas stations now, yeah. Yeah. you know? Pretty much. So tell me a little bit about... Um, when you're doing photography in here, are you and you're you're doing photography with people sitting here on the bench, and then you're in the front cab, or how does how do you normally how do you set up like? Well, photography is sort of a loose word with this. Um, it's more or less point and click. Um, mm-hmm. The the guests are being shot on this back bench seat. And the camera is located between, basically in the middle of the van, somewhere in between the driver and passenger seat, but usually a little closer towards the seat. If it's a large group of people, all I do is just simply slide it closer to the front, right. the steering wheel, and it makes it a wider angle view. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Um, it sets up on a tripod. It's touchscreen controlled. And um, sort of like the lighting situation I was just explaining, there's really no need for more advanced in my opinion, th- mm-hmm. this is all subjective because photographers like to, are finicky about stuff. But in my opinion, there's no more need for a robust setup than my touchscreen controlled camera because it is 
you're not blowing up the pictures bigger than two inches. Mm -hmm. So even if it wasn't a clean so shot. So you're literally you know. splitting out to them, like the picture's printed. Yes. So, okay. Printing in the front seat. Okay. The digital right. files, I do send to the, if it's a wedding, I do send to the bride and groom too. And um, again though, it's not, I'm not their photographer for the wedding, so okay. they're not critiquing me the same way they would the photographer. Sure. These are just their, hey, fun those shots. were fun photo booth shots kind of mm -hmm. thing. You'll get people all day long that'll dispute that and say, nonsense, uh, the, you, every photographer should be using a DSLR for their photo booth. And I, I just, for me, what I have works great because mm -hmm. photo boothing is not about, it's not really about um, perfection. Perfection. It, it's not about the uh, the essence of the shot. It, it's it's the, fun, the best shots happen in the moment. Yeah. And, um, there's no doubt that, you know, cleaner image quality is better. You know, I won't say that it would be better to have cleaner, but it's, again, it's just not the type of image files that they're, they're really sure. weighing a lot of. It's not going on their, uh, their mantle, their right. wedding portrait with their photographers going on the mantle. So, John, tell us a little bit about how you got started. Well, I own two vans like this before, or buses, as, as VW enthusiasts would call it. And I was into photography from an amateur standpoint I was mostly doing landscape and, and nature mm -hmm. but um, as most photographers know it's a little hard to break through into to getting paid to make a living doing photography unless you swallow the pill and become a wedding photographer which right. is where the money is <laughs> um, but it's not swallow the most the pill. <laughs> it's not the most uh, it, I don't know I can't say it's not rewarding it, it is I mean you're making people's days you're they're relying on you heavily for certain moments but it limits you it it's limits just, your creativity it's just for it just yeah. wasn't my creative or passion yeah. yeah it wasn't my passion I, I've done some wedding photography before and I put my heart and soul into everything I do shoot but it wouldn't be my first choice of creative outlet. So that, that's how I, how I got into this. I was like another way to do photography in a manner that I wanted to pick. Mm -hmm. um, I got to spend time in the van I already liked having and working on, and it pays decently. It pays close to what a photographer would make, sure. which they get paid well for weddings. You're kind of, you're like marrying two things, right? So some photography, even though it's a photo booth, you know, some photography and then of course, you know, the love of the bands. I've actually used that same metaphor before, marrying the two yeah. passions to make. So is this your everyday vehicle, or do you have uh, your own car? It's not. I do have a, a daily driver. Um, as much as I would like to drive this thing every day, it's, uh, it, uh, despite the obvious of being an older vehicle, um, when things break on it, it's yeah. a little costly. Yeah. So, And you got to wait sometimes for parts. So I try to minimize the wear and tear on it so that I'm never faced with a situation of, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I, I'm not going to yeah. make it to your wedding today, a van broke down. I've got that covered anyways, and insurance Especially call. since you only have one, correct? Yeah, I only got you one only right now. One. If that did happen, though, I, I, I would get it towed to the wedding. As, as much as that would suck, it would still make oh, it. Oh, wow, that's awesome. It's a good backup. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I, it, it would suck, and because of that, I, I really just drive it for events right sure. now. So, in terms of maintenance, can you do any of the maintenance yourself, or you, do you have a mechanic that you... Uh, I have a <laughs> I have a mechanic. Uh, there's certain things that are pretty straightforward with this, like changing the oil and the spark mm -hmm. plugs and air filter and stuff like that. But I just had a fuel pump go out on this last week, and I had the mechanic do that because it's just more time than I had to spend on on stuff like that. So, so know. I noticed on your Instagram that your earlier photos there's a the van is blue. You said is mm -hmm. that the other one that you said you had? That's or the one I started. One? 
Yeah, I started the company with that van. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I started the company with that van, and, and it was it had its limitations. It was automatic. This is a manual. Um, automatics are pretty scarce on these, so I talked about parts already being a little time-waiting, consuming, however you want to... Just having to wait for parts with automatic transmission, if something were to go wrong, it would be even longer. So I wanted to nip that in the bud before something did happen. So not only not just that, but I just fell in love with this van when I saw it for sale. It was everything I always wanted in a van from a personal standpoint as well as business. Um, the guests can stand in this van just like in my other bus, but that was a pop top. This is a fixed hard top all the time. So you, if you're camping, you don't have to you know bring in the outside elements if it's really hot or really cold you you're confined all the time it can stand whereas a pop top you're going to have to deal with the cold or the hot mm -hmm. and have the just be able to stand so yeah it's got its pros with a, a camping standpoint but mainly i as you know i use this for a business and i uh thought that this is just another way for my people to be able to stand and dance if they wanted to while because people get tipsy at weddings <laughs> but also <laughs> No, you don't say. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but also still give me the pros that I wanted on the personal standpoint. Yeah. Which was the like the camping benefits. So. I was so excited when you know you we became uh, connected on Instagram because I just love Volkswagens. I've had two Beetles and uh, my stepdad. He's like obsessed with with Shout out the, to the buses. Shout out to Todd. <laughs> So man, this even has a bed. I I don't think I've ever really looked in it. it is this supposed to be like a bed? That is know. a bunk bed. Yeah. yeah, it slides forward. So okay. it we're sitting in here. Right, well, I'm sitting in here. They're standing next to me at the door. But everything in here is just so cute. Like a little kitchen with little cups and. I mean, a lot of this stuff looks like drapes on the window. Original. It is, uh, with the exception of, like I said, the table has been wood replaced and, and really like really good condition. Like, yeah. is this wood paneling here? On the sides, you that's, that's actually vinyl. Um, that's, vinyl? that's the same thing as on that door right there. Okay. Which is getting ready to be replaced. It's funny you say that with this stained wood. Okay. It's going to be about a quarter inch thick wood design cut for but that. This, this looks good condition. I don't know if that's yeah. original or not. It is. Believe it or not, that I mean, is. It's good. in amazing condition. Yeah, it's got a What year on the is this again? This is 78. Oh. Second to last year, they made the bus. They made it till 79. So, do you think you'll ever get more? Your business? Um, I certainly wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if it could, traffic can continue to increase. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe have to hire somebody. But it'd be better to be doing. I, I don't like having to say no to people. So if I, I'm sure it'll happen in the future. No matter how mediocrely busy I am, there'll be a situation where somebody wants the van on the same date. Yeah. And I mean, especially with weddings, you know, in the summertime, the wedding season. and yeah you know people have multiple season. weddings on the same weekend days yeah it'd be one thing if it was losing a hundred bucks but to have to say no to a wedding is yeah. losing close to a grand so it's i would like to it's a big money to put out to get that extra grand but you know to buy a whole nother vehicle but if you know the, the things the elements come together in the right way then i sure i certainly wouldn't uh rule that out and you just started last year right so really you're just getting started I mean, from could, a business standpoint, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, everybody says it takes standpoint. a year to really start seeing money coming in, and I'm just getting to that point right now, um, the year point, that is. Do you have staff that work with you? Nope, just me. Just you, I, I'm awesome. the photo editor. I'm the, <laughs> nice. I've got a guy that sometimes I bring in as a 
if I've got a three or four hundred person wedding, yeah. as someone to run the printer while I'm running the camera. Yeah, just but, an extra set of hands. Yeah, just an extra. I only have two, and <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, if, if that wasn't obvious enough. So, what's your relationship with Orlando? How long have you been living here? Or you, I'm from where here. Are you from originally? Yeah, Orlando? I'm actually from here. Born and raised. Whole I'm life. One of the few people from Florida. You know, that's very rare to see. You don't often meet people that have been here forever. Yeah. In this area. Pretty close. Um, so College right now, where, where are we right now? We are... It's we funny follow GPS that. to get here. <laughs> so where we are from a GPS, like, satellite pinpoint, we're on the corner of Orlando, because this is 32810 Orlando. Mm -hmm. Across that street over there, 414, is Altamont Springs. One mile that way to the west is Apopka. Mm -hmm. And two and a half miles to your east is Maitland. Okay. So it's... Almost like in a four corners. Right, we're like in a four corners, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, tell us about the events, because we've seen on your Instagram that you've been doing, you're doing kind of like food truck events and stuff. stuff. Um, out in the community. Are you doing that mostly kind of to get the, to the word out? What are you doing when you're at those events? Do you just kind of allow people to climb in and just check it out? or No, pretty much just to get the word out. Okay. I, I mean, it. I might make a little bit of money, but it's it's not... The whole goal of this is to make a living at it, obviously, and in order to do that, weddings or weddings and corporate events are the key. So when I do events like a street party or food truck meetup, it's really just to pay me a, a small time to be there. To you know, it's not a complete waste of time, sure. but also advertise. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the main goal is to advertise. Right. And um, it's uh, I, I the things I go to, I enjoy going to anyway. So I would right. be there whether or not I was with the van. So, I'm part of. The, I've been part of this community for a long time, and for that reason, coupled with the things I'm doing, I'm already interested into in anyway, like food trucks, and mm -hmm. it's um, it's enjoyable. I, I can't really say that like, oh, it's a waste of time. I didn't make enough money. No, I I would be doing it anyway. Right. So tell us a little bit about um, the Ace Cafe and events. Yeah, we saw we it's a place we want to try. It's a new restaurant here in Orlando that's like kind of like you know where you they have car cruises you would pull up bikes they have s special nights and i see they have a van night and a volkswagen night yeah yeah so it's people get the vans confused a lot with they think old vans they immediately think of volkswagen mm -hmm. like almost nine out of ten people not all people but um i started a van club in 2000 and uh what year is it 18 i started <laughs> in 2016 and um it's all old vans all vintage vans it's a good chunk, Volkswagen, but it's really for anybody with an old van. Ace Cafe is where we moved to about a year ago for our meetups when they opened up. Um, and it's the club's grown in, in number steadily over the past two years. We're getting ready to have a big show there on July 29th. It's, going, it's called Van Life, mm -hmm. and it's going to feature a lot of people who live in their vans to just hot rod street type vans to... Um, Shaggin' wagon type looking vans to <laughs> vans like this, which are vans for business. You know, mm -hmm. there's another guy who's got a, a van with uh, a suicide door, and he, he has a business. Oh, he nice. So it's a good, it's gonna be a good mix of uh, people. And what's That's the name? a good place to like, you know, make contacts and advertise oh, yeah. too. What's the name of the club? Orlando Van Club. Orlando Van Club. Yes. And where can they find? more information that's actually our handle on instagram okay orlando van club, orlando van club. yeah and uh the van cams handle is at the period van cam yes correct? all right so this bus here only has one 
bench in it, but I see there's like, so he's got like props in the back seat here. So when people come in here to take photos, they can hold up hats and yeah, stuff like there's that. props. Behind is there them. another bench back there, or this is the trunk? That's the trunk. What you're sitting on is both the master bedroom, but the, <laughs> oh. the count the couch, and the lounge. So basically, that backrest that you're where the car uh, where the rug is there folds down onto the, the seat you're sitting on, and underneath that is a couch bed, just like okay. like typical couch bed. It just folds right out on top of both nice. of those pieces, full size. Wow. So it, it's. Murphy, it's very possible Murphy Bed borrowed all their ideas from Volkswagen. <laughs> Everything about this thing is transformable, you know, from the dining table. You know, this is only the second bus I've ever been in, and it looks very different from the other one, and I thought they were all basically the same. I didn't know that uh, any of them had, like, a full kitchen set up and a sink and a stove. You think a lot of them get gutted, or some of them just get gutted, The you know, what the original I would say layout was? I would say 75% of them are not original. If you find one that is, you're probably going to pay big bucks for it, or if at least in good condition. Right. A few years ago, I went to San Francisco, and I found, uh, when I was planning for my trip, I was just doing some research, and I found a company called Vantigo that has mm. like three or four originals, and they do tours of San Francisco in the bus. Oh, yeah. And it's like three rows of seating, but everything you know inside is, I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. It, but imagine like driving a manual in San Francisco where basically oh, yeah. the hills are like straight up. Oh yeah. And you know, you're bouncing and you feel every bump in the road. But it was so cool. I mean, they were beautiful. It was a really cool way to see the city. I wonder yeah. if they have other cities uh, have I don't same, know. Yeah. Sure. But you know, I, I think things yeah. like that are getting popular. People want to have unique experiences and that even goes Definitely. along with their wedding. You yeah. know, they want to have something cooler than just your normal photo booth. Definitely. They want to have, uh, you know. Yeah. The photo booth stuff. in general was kind of dead. You know, it's yeah. all open air. Again, I'm, I'm a technical person, so I'm going to correct myself. It's not all. It's 95% open air, stand in front of a backdrop photo booth yeah. now. But the essence of the word photo booth was lost, and now it's starting to return. Mm -hmm. Everything vintage is... It's coming back. It's comes every you know everything eventually and, becomes vintage, yeah. and people love vintage. And to to get into something and have to huddle together with your friends is makes them whether it was yeah. a bus or mm -hmm. whether exactly. it was a, a Mini Cooper makes people yeah. kind of like just have fun. Well, you can't really brand a photo booth, but you can brand this business. You know what I mean? Like a photo booth can't be branded, but yeah, for sure you could brand this. So do you like play music this. in here? Do you have a fan? Uh, it's that an you option. Put? It's an option. We got a Wi-Fi, Bluetooth controlled speaker up there in the storage area, and we've also got one that sits down here. Um, they both pair together, and when the client wants us to have music at their event, normally it's corporate events. Yeah. We don't really get requests for playing music at a wedding because there's a DJ. So um, we do have that option when they want it. Yeah. And also they do. Um like if you want to take pictures with the the bus as a whole, mm -hmm. you know, like you want to, you know, with your wedding gown and you want to stand in front of it. And I saw some really nice photos like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It makes a great, in fact, we're doing a photo shoot next week. Um, it makes a great uh, tool for setting like a, a vintage boho Yeah, even if scene. you had, yeah, like uh, maybe you had a clothing line or something and you wanted to take some pictures for your website. Every reason you can think of, yeah. I've had people present as to why they wanted to use it for a shoot. And um, 
hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, VW vintage things are popular. Any vintage thing, but hopefully, VW buses will stay a vintage v- yes. thing for a while. Well, definitely. But I, I also uh, isn't VW bringing the bus? Have I they heard bought, that they're bringing the bus, the bus, bus back. back? Yeah. yeah. Have some prototypes. I heard it was I confirmed. will never be this cool. I oh mean, yeah. Well, I mean, but even even with the you know bringing back a new one, I think it would still fuel yeah. this as well. Yeah. You know, to to get it a piece would. Of, it piece would of it would drive the prices on these up even more. Yeah. Because it's just labeled a VW bus. Right. And to see those marketed again in any way as a new thing, people are just gonna start looking it up like anything else. Right. Yeah, I have heard though. Yeah, it's supposedly it is finally confirmed. They've been talking about it for like three, four years. Well, because they're are they stopping production now on the the Beetle, right? I you know I, when I took my car in to get an oil change, that's what the the guy told me, or when I got my tires. So it wasn't a Volkswagen dealership. So I immediately went home and got online, and I was like, oh my god, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But it says that they they originally like, I guess put that out there in in the atmosphere, and I guess they got a lot of pushback. They were saying that the the sales in the Beetle have declined since the re-release in, in '98, but it's it says they won't any any time in the near three or four years, but mm-hmm. maybe eventually. It surprises me because Mini Coopers and Fiats are getting so popular. You know, a small, quirky car. Yes. Right. I, I would. I'm not sure why. It's that, a lot of personality. Yeah, it's a lot of personality, and um, it there's nothing. I mean, V a VW Beetle is definitely as iconic as VW yes. Bus, and these are yeah. popular. So why isn't the the old school Beetles are popular? Yeah. And the fact that they're going to re-release the bus and everybody's talking about it already, it surprises me that they re-release the Beetle with as much of a following as the old Beetle. Yeah. That there's not a bigger demand for it. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. Uh, I know VW. You know, they they just came out with what their six or their three seater. Yeah, the new three SUV. Row. So maybe they're they are kind of taking a look at, you know, more larger capacity vehicles, because I'm guessing that the 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 van is not going to have the new van is probably not going to have a kitchen. But I could be. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's going to be a transportation yeah, focused vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they want to get into the EV market because EVs are growing, yeah. and and I've seen the. F- the concept of the new bus and it is electric with a long long range they know most people who are buying vw vans are just well most people who would yeah it's really for the badge in the front most people that would buy a a vw van coming back aren't really gonna camp in it they're gonna just drive around and say look at me in my cool van yeah and does vw have any evs on the on the market right now electric Electric vehicles? Not in the I U.S. No. They no. might overseas. They have yeah. some diesels, but... There's so many cool cars available overseas that aren't here. Yeah, he was talking about that. He yeah. lived in Brazil for I a little bit. lived in Brazil for a year, so there was... Like, they had the... I love the Chevy Cruze hatchback. Mm-hmm. They had it... They had the hatchback in Brazil, and they finally brought it here, but uh, I liked it the old style better. Mm-hmm. It just was... It was just really nice. But yeah, there's, there's so many different cars that we don't living here we don't even know oh about. even in even in the bahamas there's yeah. different manufactured yeah. vehicles yeah. by the same and they have company. a lot of little cars there like yep you know, because there's so many and the roads are so tight there. yeah the cars here are huge compared to latin america like just here the epa standards allow for gas guzzling vehicles overseas it's so much stricter it, it requires cars to get like 50 miles per gallon at least mm-hmm. and vw's got a car over in europe called the polo it's okay. a little three-cylinder. Okay. And the closest thing here in the U.S. is a gas three-cylinder uh, Mitsubishi Mirage. Mm-hmm. 
And okay. it's, it achieves, you know, mid to high 40s, which it doesn't sell well, though. I mean, that, that alone kind of tells you maybe why it's not here in mainstream. Because um, even as quirky and neat as the minis are, they're still not designed for gas mileage. They're just right. designed to look cool. Right. And people buy cars because they look cool and not necessarily because of how good gas mileage. Right. Well, that's definitely true. <laughs> Except for the Prius. That, that's an example. That's what I have. You have a Prius? <laughs> yeah. those, he loves it. I love my Prius. I mean, those things took off. Like, yeah. I, I love my Prius. I love my Beetle. I just kind of wish it was bigger. Like, I, yeah. I love my Beetle so much. It's the second one I've had. But, um... I, I like the new ones. Yeah. I like these new ones, too. I, I like the, the newer... Especially the interior is a lot more stylish. Yeah. A lot more luxurious. It doesn't feel like such a basic car. And it feels bigger. This this newer one, it oh, feels yeah. a little bigger. The old Beetle, the one that they discontinued in the 80s, was meant style-wise for men or women. Mm -hmm. And when they re-release it in 98... They may not have intended it to be a female-driven audience, but it mm -hmm. we it all it ended is. up that way. This yeah. new Beetle, I think it's more mass. It's Ex a little bit more mass. I think that's what they were doing. Yeah, it combines you know both. I think nicely. I definitely think so, that was the goal. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of shocked as to why they're discontinuing it because I I think they've they they were saying it. sales yeah, have been decreasing every year, little by little. I think it just might be all the other cars that are being available. You know, people want. It. I'm convinced that manufacturers sometimes discontinue a vehicle to re-release it with a huge fervor. <laughs> right. Like a, a, the a EV version of the Beetle. Correct. Yeah. Right? Correct. So. All right, John. Well, it was really nice talking to you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so I much. I love... i just sitting here just with the hugest smile on my face because it's just so cute. Thank and you. I love and it. And it smells vintage, too. Yes, it does smell vintage. <laughs> <Isn't it great>? <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a smell you can buy. No, you can't. So make sure you guys you go and follow... Uh, uh, at the dot van cam on Instagram, and uh, check out the photos. They're so cute. Do so you, beautiful. John? Do you post anywhere like where you're going to be, like in, in terms of like food truck locations and stuff, so yes. people can come find you? Yes. I do saw you were at a Fourth of July event last night. Yep. So yeah. do you post that on Instagram? I do. Okay, cool. Like on your story or just on your your feed? I'll or? do both. I'll I'll post it on the feed, and then as it gets closer, I'll do the story. Okay. And then you know, a couple weeks after. The event's over. Maybe not even that long. But maybe within a week, even a week after the event's over, I'll delete that picture in the feed of the event because I'm, I'm trying to keep the pictures focused on mainly an artistic sure. manner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But to get the word out there, I'll put it on both. Yeah. Sure. And obviously, when the story's over, the story's erased, but it's not on the feed. Exactly. So I go back on there and I delete it from the feed. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But definitely go. You know, come check it out if you see it out in the wild. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, book it for your party, your birthday, your wedding. Be Corporate that, events. Be the cool person. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So when, when your guests go home, they can say, oh my God, you know what I did at this wedding? Sat in this really cool Volkswagen bus. Yeah. Very true. You'll see it in the wild. It's a rare, <laughs> it's a rare species, but it's not, it's not endangered. <laughs> well, thanks again, John. You're welcome. Right, thank you. You're welcome. All right. So we hope you enjoyed that interview. Uh, we had a lot of fun meeting with John and uh, it was a great experience. Uh, uh, opportunity a great chance to uh, meet somebody at Orlando native at Orlando native and uh, just see a, a growing local business so we definitely will be staying in touch with John and uh, hope that you guys check out his he told us Instagram. he has some secret spots that he yeah we might have him, about might have him back on for some more in-depth tips about uh, where to go in Orlando so after we did the interview. 
I said, hey, Steph, you want to go grab some ice cream? And I started looking at the app at some of the places that I wanted to go. A lot of them were closed because we kind of did the interview a little bit late. But one of the ones that was not closed was Andy's Frozen Custard. And this is a chain. Stephanie, you asked the gal. The gal at the window. She said it's a, it is a chain uh, originating from Missouri. Okay. But on their website here, it looks like they have uh, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee. And it looks like. Chicago, uh, Chicago or Illinois. And it is Andy's. Oklahoma. It's Andy's Frozen Custard. And I would have to say that what stood out to me about the place is because it's, it's cute because I, I'm not necessarily a custard fan myself. Nor I'm not either. Um, but the, the, the place is very kind of retro, um, it's like neon fifties like kind of drive up. Yeah. Which it's, is what, uh, attracted us to the place in the first place. We've been seeing it for a while because it's kind of in an area where we do a lot of shopping and it just came out of nowhere. Like there was, I don't think there was really anything in that it's spot. A, it's and a one new day build. It just it's popped an, up. It's like, new construction. And we're like, oh my gosh, look at that cute little place. So it's on International Drive, kind of what I call a little Brazil, where the Brazilian restaurants are across the street from Hash Hash A Go Go. Is that Hash A Go Go? Yes, that's what it's called. Hash House A Go Go. Right next to Sonic, uh, Sonic uh, Drive Through. But uh, Andy's Frozen Custard is the location. And let's see. I had the James Brownie Funky Jackhammer. (laughs) I really liked it. And as we kind of forewarned, we're not the hugest fans of custard. But I liked it because... Let me give a verbal description (laughs) to kind of get your tongue salivating (laughs) a little bit. Andy's frozen custard blended with creamy peanut butter and brownies and then filled with a hot core yes actually i'm surprised there wasn't more brownies but the reason that i liked it was because it was too blended there were no chunks they I yeah like chunks yeah you're right it was the brownies were kind of crumbled bottom. but the reason i like this is because somehow they shove hot fudge all the way down through the, the middle so it just kind of is a good mix between the custard and that hot fudge. So I really, I enjoyed it actually. And um, I thought there was just the right amount of peanut butter. Because sometimes I think it's too much. the peanut butter can be overpowering. But in this case, there was just the right amount. But you're, you, you know, I know you didn't really have that much of it. But no. I think that for me... That brownie should have been more like chunks of brownie rather than it was crumbs of brownie. But yeah, it was brownie crumbs. But uh, I thought it was good. the The staff was really friendly, and uh, the location is really uh, cute. I yeah. think. And they have like a little. Um, it's open air, so basically, when you walk in, the counter is. It's like a room, but I mean, it's open. It's an air. open air room. So yeah. the. It's like glass that can be pushed all the way to the side, like blinds. But there's fans. They have like really big fans in there. So it feels cool. It's not like hot. Yeah, it wasn't hot. Which is nice in Florida because, I don't know, up north where I grew up, there's a lot of ice cream places and people get ice cream a lot in the summer. But it's not as, for some reason, it's not as prevalent here in Florida. Like that. that's just something we would do. Like after dinner, we would, you know, get in the car and like go to the ice cream place and just sit on the picnic tables and eat. 
but uh, I remember too much here. I remember we had uh, ice cream parlors and basically it was like a restaurant. They served food. It's kind of like friendlies. Like friendlies. Um, But we didn't have friendlies. We I don't even remember what it was called, but mom probably could tell me and she will tell me after she she listens to this podcast she'll tell me exactly what (laughs) exactly what it was but you know it's like most people would go there to just have ice cream yeah they i don't think we hardly ever ate their like food uh because but they didn't have hamburgers and 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 sandwiches uh and things but you would have the server and they would take your ice cream order and they would it's a full service ice cream parlor but yeah you're right um you know, you would think there would be more places like that in Florida, but there's not. There really isn't. I think we have a friendlies on international. Do we still have a friendlies? Yeah, but on like you said, drive? that's a, a restaurant. You go and you yeah. sit inside and you sit at a booth and you order food or ice cream. Yeah, I'm talking about a place where people just like kind of hang out outdoors. People drive their cars around, and you you know what I mean. Like if you have a nice car, you'll come drive it around the building. People just be like hanging out, sitting on the picnic tables. Yeah, here down here in South in in South Orlando, that's not the culture, obviously. No, I guess not. But there, remember that one place up in um in Orlando somewhere. We you took us one time to get Brewsters? ice cream. What is it called? Brewsters. Brewsters. What is that? Well, Brewsters is a it's now a chain, but the very first Brewsters was uh in my town and that's where like this that's the place i'm i'm, I'm thinking of the t- right now the type of place yeah it's like a square building and then you drive around the building and right. the parking lot is on one side but people drive all the way around you find a space you walk up to the counter you get your ice cream and then you you know you sit in your trunk you open the hatch of your car you, they have some tables you sit on the wall right. on the building you lock you look at other people driving in and driving out so that was the original Brewster's but then Brewster started doing franchises and when i moved to florida maybe like 2 or 3 years into living here i i found one and i was like oh my god Brewster's and it made me think about home. And it, it's just like that here. At least the one that I went to. There's several here now, I think. Yeah. But I went to one in Altamont Springs. And it was like that. And it made me happy. Yeah. I, I think the... the uh, this It's a nice idea to be gathering at the ice cream place and being outside. But in Florida, you know, with all the rain and the heat that we get. I guess. It, I guess it, it changes that culture a little bit. But... Uh, you know, the twisty, twisty treat. I see that happen with twisty oh, treat, yeah, twisty is, treat is, you know, people, you know, will congregate there the, uh, and, uh, because there's like a walk up counter. Yeah. So there's still some of that culture. It's just not as enjoyable with the, you know, the, the humidity. I like my favorite ice cream probably here in Orlando is the Ample Hills Creamery at the that boardwalk at Disney. That's my favorite for sure. That is very good, Ample Hills. It has this, it's not overpowering. It's not overpowering, and the ingredients uh, really come through. Yeah. So if you get a chunk of brownie, it's, you really taste, it's not like mushy from being in the ice cream, like the integrity of the brownie stays as the ice cream is made. Right, and Ample Hills is a chain, I think it's... Mostly in New York, I believe. New York or Jersey? Yeah. But uh, it's Ample Hills. It's over uh, on the boardwalk, kind of over by, by the, the ESPN, ESPN Club. Club. Yeah, definitely try. If you haven't tried that, that's and that's a really cute place to take a walk. You take a walk around the lake. Yep. 
You can see like fireworks from Epcot back there from the bridge. That's a nice little place to congregate in the evening. But definitely if you're over on International Drive uh, and you're craving some frozen custard, check out Andy's. Um, very cute. And they have a drive through too, I noticed. Yeah. People are doing the drive through So whether you park and, uh, you know, order at the counter or you drive through either one. But uh, that was our little excursion that was after our little the mom interview. Pa evening. That's right. We had a nice we had a nice little Sunday drive out yep. to Altamont Springs. A Sunday drive and a little ice cream treat. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was great to meet John and once again thank you John for taking the time and follow John again at uh on Instagram at the period van cam. All right. Make sure you go and uh, show him some love over, love over there. And uh, let us know your favorite ice cream place yeah. in Orlando. Go over to... Maybe there's some place we don't know about. Yeah. Go over to our, our Instagram page and let us know. Send us a direct message or just comment. Uh, comment on one of uh, our images what your favorite uh, ice cream. We'll probably post uh, at some point in this week uh, a shot of some ice cream or uh, custard and just comment what's your favorite ice cream uh, location in Orlando. Uh, you can follow us uh, at uh, Orlando Out of Context on Instagram. And you can visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. Listen and subscribe on Al- Apple Podcast app, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. It's time to get off your cell phone. Fine.